Once the wall went up, the world wondered what the Soviets would do next. Would Khrushchev back down, or would he provoke a larger crisis between the two nuclear-armed nations by carrying out his pledge to prevent Western access to the entire city? Kennedy decided to call Khrushchev's bluff. Since taking office, Kennedy had learned that the missile gap on which he had campaigned did not exist. In fact, U.S. satellite images had confirmed the Soviets' arsenal was smaller than America's. Kennedy decided to send a clear message to Khrushchev about America's strategic superiority as a warning against escalation of the Berlin crisis. He authorized his Deputy Secretary of Defense, Roswell Gilpatrick, to give a speech detailing America's military advantage. After listing the immediate steps America had taken in response to Soviet actions in Berlin, Gilpatrick continued, But our real strength in Berlin, and at any other point in the perimeter of the free world's defenses that might tempt communist probes, is much more broadly based. America was confident in its ability to deter communist action because of a sober appreciation of the relative military power of the two sides. Despite the Soviet bluster about their superiority, Gilpatrick said he suspected they actually knew the truth. He wanted to be sure they knew that we knew it, too. While the Soviets use rigid security as a military weapon, their Iron Curtain is not so impenetrable as to force us to accept at face value the Kremlin's boasts. The fact is that this nation has a nuclear retaliatory force of such lethal power that an enemy move which brought it into play would be an act of self-destruction on his part. Describing the land, air, and sea-based platforms that constituted America's nuclear triad, Gilpatrick explained, The total number of our nuclear delivery vehicles, tactical as well as strategic, is in the tens of thousands, and of course we have more than one warhead for each vehicle. Summing up, Gilpatrick said, In short, we have a second strike capability, which is at least as extensive as what the Soviets can deliver by striking first. Therefore, we are confident that the Soviets will not provoke a major nuclear conflict. In closing, Gilpatrick issued one more clear warning to Khrushchev. Those who would impose a totalitarian world order and deny men and nations the right to pursue their own destinies should understand one point very clearly. The United States does not seek to resolve disputes by violence but if forceful interference with our rights and obligations should lead to violent conflict, as it well might, the United States does not intend to be defeated. Khrushchev decided not to escalate the crisis in Berlin. He would, however, test American resolve a year later when he installed SS-4 and SS-5 ballistic missiles on the island of Cuba. Missile sites in Cuba gave him the ability to directly threaten the United States. He was also interested in expanding the Soviet sphere of influence and supporting Castro's Marxist-Leninist regime. As Khrushchev claimed later, the fate of Cuba and the maintenance of Soviet prestige in that part of the world preoccupied me. We had to think of some way of confronting America with more than words. The logical answer was missiles. Khrushchev likely assumed he could take advantage of a president he had judged to be weak but he was wrong. Speaking to the nation on October 22, 1962, Kennedy reminded his audience, The 1930s taught us a clear lesson. 
Aggressive conduct, if allowed to go unchecked and unchallenged, ultimately leads to war. Therefore, America had to secure the withdrawal or elimination of the Soviet missiles. He announced he would impose a quarantine on shipments of all offensive military equipment to Cuba. He ordered the armed forces to prepare for any eventualities, and he made clear he would hold the Soviets responsible. It shall be the policy of this nation to regard any nuclear missile launched from Cuba against any nation in the Western Hemisphere as an attack by the Soviet Union on the United States, requiring a full retaliatory response upon the Soviet Union. Kennedy addressed Premier Khrushchev and said he now had an opportunity to move the world back from the abyss of destruction.